It was around this time that I came into politics and remember very strongly our first crushing defeat with John Kerry, just how badly the media crushed Howard Dean, their Bernie Sanders at the time. Dems saw the No Child Left Behind bill, which we really worried would make students less prepared for life and reality, and we were right. Katrina hit, along with other crony mess-ups, slowly degrading people's positive feelings toward Bush. Republicans have to cheat to get into power. Nixon promising Vietnam not to agree to Johnson's peace deal, and he would give them a better deal, clearly treason. Reagan with Carter's notes, and it's believed by many, though there's insufficient evidence, also contacting Iran and promising better negotiations for the hostages if they held them till after the election. The day after Reagan was sworn in, the hostages were freed. Bush with his Supreme Court fight, and Trump with his Russian interference. The only way they can lose power is through corruption or ineptness. Nixon with Watergate, Reagan with Iran-Contra, Bush Jr. with Katrina. At a certain point, Dems felt like a new, freer world was just around the corner as a new Democrat became president and the Republicans had destroyed their chances of ever winning again, and that was crushed, especially because Gen X was such a small demographic and Dem boomers were also a minority. We always would lurch back to the conservative grifters no matter what. So we did our best messaging to the young people who were a large demographic to be politically aware and conscious of empathy and caring about things like the planet and people not like them. And then the millennials were able to vote and helped Obama become president, but he didn't turn out to be as cool as they thought he was, so he lost the House and then the Senate, ensuring the rest of his term was useless. We even lost a Supreme Court judge that could have seriously changed the course of history for the better, and instead it caused us to live in a constant fear that RBG will die before a Dem gets in the White House again. In 2015, gay marriage for the first time became legal, and while they were celebrating, most people were oblivious to the realization that the Voting Rights Act had also been gutted the same week, which helped a lot in giving Trump the win as voter rolls were purged. The economy collapsed and young people also, having never been taught civics, started to occupy Wall Street, and other than making the news, had little effect than to promote Sanders in the public spotlight in economic inequality, get Warren elected, and learn to be ready for starting groups and organizing for the resistance with Indivisible. Then Bernie ran in 2016. Young people believed he was cheated, they didn't show up to vote, and we got Trump. We saw everything we had worked our asses off and built to get rid of Bush and ensure another Republican president win would never happen, act like a slow-moving train wreck, and we could all see the impacts, but young people had no idea just how bad it could be, so they didn't feel the urgency we did. Hillary won in so many southern states because older black voters especially have so much historical PTSD, they don't vote for a president based on what they want to gain, as was recently discussed on Diane Reams, but the candidate must be the most likely to beat the Republican to prevent losing the progress they've made. Most old Dems of all stripes are like that, because for decades the idea of being able to move forward was kind of unthinkable. They just had to stop more rights from being stripped and couldn't even imagine the privilege millennials now have that they can view the idea of moving forward as not only a possible reality, if they don't get that this time around, they won't be bothered to vote and since 2016, we've seen more and more and more rights and protections stripped away, just like what older Dems feared because they couldn't understand the privileged mindset of having a large enough majority, there were future elections they could get what they wanted, and this was only the beginning, so since I didn't get what I wanted this time, the entire establishment sitting under the constant decade-long attack 
attacks, just trying to hold the fort is all evil and greedy. We remember when Citizens United was handed down. It was so awful. Every single Democrat, especially Hillary, the person the suit was about, were crushed. And if we ever wanted to win states' races again, which controlled gerrymandering, or Congress, the place that controlled campaign finance laws, we had to at least play ball somewhat and raise funds through rich donors. They all hate it. This isn't something special about Bernie, and he, along with every single member of the Democratic Party, attends fundraisers for the party in down-ticket races, even though he and Warren rely on small donors for their personal campaigns. They want it to be over. The nightmare of spending half their days calling rich people like a demeaned telemarketer and asking for money instead of doing their job full-time. But they don't have the votes to change it, as any time they have a chance, the purists don't go vote, and we get another wave of Republicans further entrenching the practice, ensuring the law can never be changed. Dem boomers view themselves as having spent their lives in trench warfare carefully strategizing, always on the losing end because the voters were way too conservatives and millennials didn't vote. They have long-term PTSD and don't see anything but slow changes possible just because the data backs it up. It's why they view Bernie and the millennials as running into battle screaming Leroy Jenkins and expecting a complete massacre that ends with us in a full-blown fascist state. Boomers and Gen X Dems for all their political existence. Well, guys, everything sucks. We don't have the numbers, the GOP has rich people to frame things on their side, and has brainwashed the majority of our generations. All we can do now is hold the line and educate the next generation to have empathy and understand why our current system is awful. Millennials reach voting age. Come, brothers and sisters, come work with us to finally change this tide we've been walking against alone for so long, so now we can finally make this nation truly great. Ah, crap. Bush gave them no child left behind, so they're all taught to the test and can only think in moral absolutes and view any form of compromise as pure evil, along with anyone advocating for it. Oh, god damn it! now they just see us as the evil enemy we just can't win. Dealing with young people I viewed as friends online who live in pro-burning rabbit holes or extreme leftist ones don't think people who aren't burners don't constantly have to shake this sense of constant panic attacks from creeping fascism and climate change. Nope, it's all them and we're all selfish, privileged assholes with our heads in the sand for not supporting Bernie. Must be really nice thinking everyone's evil except you. I've even had one tell me if they can't get Bernie, at least we know what we're getting with Trump. You drink all the Kool-Aid that the alt-right Russian trolls and bots fed you pretending to be far left with your puritanism even though this is literally the best and most just time in the world to be alive. I can't believe you're so damn privileged you would prefer Trump to win who will take away your rights to spread leftist ideas just like under McCarthy and Hitler and will continue to allow his brown shirts to kill brown people with a wink and a nod. Please, for the love of God, listen to It Could Happen Here podcast and then Behind the Bastards. Most of what you believe is true, but it lacks any nuance. You're judging the analog generation by your digital standards. As a person who appreciates both, the analog generation never had access to as much info as you. Hell, even Wikipedia is more accurate and well-cited than the encyclopedias we had back then. They went with the best info they had, and after 50 years old, changing your mind and having a massive paradigm shift is very, very hard, and those people make up most of the voters. The young generation, for the first time in 2018, realized they were strong. Believe it or not, the 2016 election was the most fair and transparent Democratic primaries we've ever had, even if you believe Bernie was cheated, because you don't understand party rules and bylaws. 
The world has always sucked. Every year we're slowly educating people to make it suck slightly less and less. But when a fascist is in charge like Trump, that education will be 100% censored just like the analog generation had. In It Could Happen Here podcast, it explains the disheartening, scary detail of just how an American civil war can and will go down if we take the puritanical view without having any concept of nuance. And if America goes into civil war, the earth and climate are literally fucked. You might as well put a bullet between your teeth if that happens, because the amount of greenhouse gases a war caused on the scale and size of America would make the planet unlivable. The only way to prevent that is to reach out to people with empathy and understanding, where they're coming from instead of treating them all like horrible monsters. Most of the Founding Fathers were 50% great thinkers and 50% terrible monsters. Access to information has bent the arc of the universe very slowly toward justice. We've still got some monster in us, but most of that was ignorance, purposely done through manipulation, and until we purge these mind viruses using empathy, constant empathy from well-meaning people, we'll just be judgy Puritans who sniff our own fucking farts and think we're amazing because we had the privilege of the internet and never knew what it was like without it. While every old person is a horrible creature and scum of the earth, if you think we older Democrats are just greedy or selfish or stupid or blind because we aren't thrilled to death about Bernie, maybe just maybe it's because we've been here before and been in these up and down cycles of a messiah letting us down in the future, either through disorganization or being too idealistic or being too willing to reach across the aisle in terrible compromise. We all have decades of PTSD. Being young is great, you don't know what can't be done because you have yet to face repeated utter defeat. Being older makes you more cautious and conservative with tactics. It also allows you to understand how the gears of politics actually work in practice and just how all the best laid plans of mice and men can be crushed by greed. Millennials for the first time outnumber boomers, just not in terms of voters. 2018 showed the first turnout of Gen X and younger turning out higher numbers than boomers and older, though Gen X is much more libertarian and definitely not that leftist. So who knows, maybe Bernie can fix things. Maybe you're right and you can organize enough to turn out the vote in the midterms. No data so far has backed that up, but perhaps having that candidate that fires up this time will drive you to phone bank and canvas for Congress so Bernie can have the power to do what he promised. Dem boomers have seen and lived this movie before repeatedly and all their experiences tell them disaster is coming. They hope they're wrong, they really do. But please, try to see it from their point of view and stop vilifying them as part of the problem. Congressman Clyburn of South Carolina, in a recent discussion on 538, remembers the George McGovern tragedy in 1972, where Nixon basically kicked the crap out of him because he was too far to the left. They worked their asses off to hold the line until your generation finally got around to giving a shit politically, only to immediately turn on them and treat them as evil villains, just as evil as Trump and the Republicans that have constantly degraded all of your protections that you are now financially struggling with. We saw this all coming and were literally defenseless to stop it. Just work hard to mitigate the damage as much as possible. That was our goal. We all hope you're right about Bernie. Please prove us wrong, but have some historical perspective in where we're coming from and a little compassion. We never wanted any of this for you and tried our best to mitigate the damage as best we could, limping along until you got old enough to vote. That's why we had to compromise all along the way. 
understand that we may disagree, but please stop assuming we're doing it out of privilege or laziness or greed. We've just felt helpless for decades longer than you and had our hopes crushed so much more than we could count waiting for you to get to this age so we could have a real fighting chance. Dem boomers aren't evil villains, just scared of the many, 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 many crushing defeats they experience in their lives over and over and over and over again and don't want to see it happen again. Please stop treating them as such. They deserve honor and dignity for their service of not changing the world, but holding the line till you could get here with reinforcements. And if we work together, even with our disagreements, we really can go economically back to the 50s without the colonization and imperialism and sexism and racism and bigotry and environmental destruction. Disagreement is good. It lets you see things from a different perspective if you can open your mind and be willing to learn and not view them as evil or stupid. And if you're more willing to open up and learn from them, they are more likely to learn and open up to you. Or you can just vilify them as evil and complicit with helping the GOP, and then we can have to wait another decade to get anything we want, and by that time, climate damage will be irreversible. Oh yeah, never mind. Okay, Boomer. So thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I'm sure there was nothing controversial about this, and everyone will happily get along in the comments section, which you can do on the YouTube version of this video, or my Facebook page, After School Democracy. Link in the show notes. Just a reminder that I'm Anubis2814 on YouTube, and I have over 500 videos on different topics that I've made over the past 10 years. Please subscribe, and if your podcast site has the option, give me a like or review. If you think what I have to say informed you, consider supporting my Patreon. I'll be doing this podcast weekly and try to get it out on the same day, so I hope to see you here next week, ready to be filled with new ideas. Take care. This channel is helped tremendously by the generous supporters on Patreon. A big thank you to the wonderful Joe Taylor, Elias Garcia Guevara, and Ogrel for their support at the $10 a month Wapawet level. Please consider donating to my work if you can, and thank you all for listening.